1: plushcare.com slash weight loss. When I was a young boy My father said to me Put this scarf around your neck And sing the blues with me And now I am much older There's a place I want to be It's red faucet, it's beautiful, it's deep in history, and I know what I'll find when the place comes alive, I got
2: Ladies and gentlemen, apologies for the lateness this evening, but as you can see, we're in studio number two, and it was a bit rough to try and get set up, but one of the good things is, is me and Sammy can look here, right, and you can, no, you can look here, and you can, <laughs> you can see us in that vision there, right, and then you can do that, and you can see us over there as well, see that, ah, yeah, that's all the mud cons now, lads, i tell you that right now, we'll just go back to that one, because okay? it's quite close up. Um good evening and welcome to the Bears Corner. Do you know what episode that is because it's it's all about the old firm preview this evening? Um I did have my glasses on this evening and I'm not gonna lie, I still can't see the screen. I can barely see it. I so my glasses. <laughs> so uh, I am I'm kind of struggling. But something I would like to welcome you to the casting couch this evening. It could be a different kind of podcast that you're seeing, and we maybe we're last, depending on what happens. <laughs> um <laughs> um Somebody's saying it's crackling. Hold on, wait a minute. Wait yes. A minute. Is it? Is it crackling, Wait, Hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is this better? <laughs> no. Indifferent. Shite. Good. <laughs>
3: right, I, I can't hear any crackling, Scott. I think you're, I think you're good to go.
2: Right, hold on, hold on. Let's change it one last time and see if it's this other one. Oh, hang on, I
3: can't
4: see. Trial and error.
2: Are we better now? Aye, or oh, maybe been... change the back now? Hold oh, on. We're
4: well, usually much more professional. We're usually this. much
2: more professional than this, uh, Manic, I'm really, really sorry about this.
4: Everybody in the comments will tell you. This is a. Not a regular
2: comes No, it's a it's a professional podcast. Right. I take it Jay's there. Jay's saying no. So if you sound a better new Jay, if you're sounding better, Jay, say aye. And that's giving that. Right? And I'll, I'll go for there. Um it's because everything's new in here. So it's all trying to get set up. You know what I mean? Moses McNeil saying it sounds fine. So I'm going to take that as well sounding fine. Right. Thanks, Moses. You're a legend. Joining me this evening in the studio is Sammy. How we doing, mate?
4: I'm very good, mate, yourself.
2: Oh no mate, we're, we're doing alright, we're, we're shying myself this Monday, to be honest with you. No, no, no. Oh no, there's JC, we're still crackling, we're getting on.
3: Oof, so just just me and you, Manny, Manny again, eh?
5: Yes, oh, again, the partnership.
2: It's teething, problems tonight, right? it's teething problems and I right, it's teething problems. I'm sorry about Whenever the chance to set up and do a weed dummy my run. Um I don't know. Somebody can tell us in the comments now. Sound is shite. I know it's shite. I'll try to fix it. Just let us know if it's sounding better now. Um I don't know what we're doing. Here now. <laughs> we're stuck. Mike, I'll
3: just do, I'll right, Scott. I can't hear any crackling now to before.
2: Can we know? No, are we good now? Right, we're good now, I think. Right, and for no, I apologize. It will, it is, I will fix it as we go on, but right, joining us remotely is Derek Clark looking as fine as ever, mate. How are we doing?
3: Yeah, yeah, good to be on, Scott. Uh, looking forward to this. Uh, big game, of course, on at the weekend and big game on Thursday night. I'm delighted to see uh good buddy manning on on the on the show tonight so it's it's good to have him on uh, portuguese royalty
2: yes mate yes 100% portuguese royalty no Manik, i don't do all obviously welcome in the podcast mate it's it's a privilege to have you on the pod we know you got up close with Stephen gerard so there's one question i just want to ask you how does he smell <laughs> <laughs>
5: Uh, I, I want to be polite, but I'll, I'll, I'll keep it simple. Yeah, it smells smells nice. It smells
2: nice. <laughs> yeah. it smells nice. Love it, mate. Love it. We'll obviously get you in the pod this evening against a wee preview of Braga next week, which is a huge game for both clubs. Teams like Braga and Rangers are only supposed to get to the, the quarterfinals of the, the Europa League? So a huge night for both clubs. Before that, Manic, we have a small matter of an old Firm game. Really? So, which <laughs> Sunday could be mental, right?
5: Of course, um, of course, of course. Uh, it this is a huge week for, for Rangers and I can't wait for, for it. I can't wait for it. Looking forward. It'll
2: be good, mate. It'll be good. Yeah. Um before we in get fact, into Let
5: me tell, let me tell, in fact, go for it. Sunday. I'm traveling to Portugal, but I, obviously I make sure that the travel will only be after the big old firm because obviously I couldn't miss it, so I I need to, to catch the flat later on.
4: Even if you need to watch it in the airport,
2: you're <laughs> Yeah, no, bite. no, I
5: prefer to watch it at home and, uh, and then, yeah, I can go to the airport to travel.
2: <laughs> Manny, you need to get over. Yeah, Manic, you'll need to go over to Ibrooks for an old firm game one time. That'll be class.
5: Yes, I've been there as a fan, but obviously, I want to go there as a translator. I want to work for Rangers. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, one day. Hopefully, one day.
4: I don't know if it's in the best interest of me personally if you were to translate. Uh... <laughs> On an old firm game,
5: <laughs> no, no, not old firm, not old firm. Therefore, I, I don't want to be uh, in relation with smeltic players, smelted cars. <laughs> so, I, I, I don't want to get in trouble
4: in so many game, countries yeah. at the same time. <laughs> no,
2: no, no. Allegedly, well done. Um, before we get to that, guys, we we do have a big, um, a big event in Sunday ourselves on the podcast, and that is the old firm breakfast bash. The demand for this, by the way, I'm not going to lie, right? I'm going to be a wee bit honest here. I, I was sceptical at the start whether this would actually go through and whether this would, would be a thing people wanted to do, because it is very early in the morning, you know, and I know people drink early anyway no old firm days, but it is very early, and I thought to myself, maybe maybe this will not be what people are looking for. Um, however, the, the demand has been absolutely incredible. Um, and so many people have have signed, and signed up for tickets and bought tickets and, and they're telling us about how many people they're bringing and they're coming over. for. People are coming from doing South and coming up early so they can come and join us. People are coming over from Northern Ireland. It's, just, it's It's been absolutely crazy, um, the demand for it. There's only a slight few tickets left and I'm going to say the majority of them are probably for the afternoon um, after the game. Before the game, we're kind of near enough at a sellout, I would say. And I'm gonna see this week. I was trying to get Suzy on the line last week um, and she wasn't available. I'm going to try and see if I can get her this week and see if she'll come on and give us a wee update uh, on things. So I'll I'll see if she's available. But honestly, tickets are priced. We've changed the ticket. Uh, you, you know, the, the, the categories of the tickets and the, you can come on before. Um you can come on, you can come to the game before, obviously, and get your breakfast and stuff like that. But I think that's the enough for sell out or there's just an afternoon ticket now available, which is £10, which allows you to get into the the event afterwards. Now, you think all the pubs it's going to be crammed along the Paisley Road West. If you've got a ticket to get in there, you're guaranteed to get in, get a drink, a seat, relax, a wee bit of entertainment, wee bit of live singing for your Joads as well. Um, and I think we have Susie on the line. So, hello, Susie, are you there? I'm here, Scott. Hi, guys. Fantastic. How are we? I'm good.
0: I'm good. Yeah, all good. Um, just busy, busy, phone's no stop. Yeah, I think we're definitely for a, um, we need to announce it as a sale out for breakfast. Yep.
2: Yeah, yeah, um, I thought that, I thought that, I thought we were, we were basically a sale out for breakfast and now our tickets are going to be the £10 tickets for the afternoon, that's correct?
0: Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah, we've got um, um, a few of the supporters clubs that are coming in the morning um, are not going to be able to come back in the afternoon, so therefore that makes some space for some more people in the afternoon. So, yes, we can, we can sell some tickets for that one. But, yeah, all good.
2: pleasant not go. Brilliant. Anyway, Brilliant. when you first brought this, obviously, to us, about this was uh-huh. an idea you're having, I'd, I've just said there I was actually quite sceptical of it because I thought it might be de- dead early and people might have rituals at the day before an opening game and they don't want to break them and things like that. So, to actually have yeah. the demand that it's had, <laughs> it's absolutely frightening to us. Um,
0: in the short space of time I think we've done all right, eh. and <laughs> um, it's just, it's um definitely it's you know, I as I say this is the second one I've done on an old firm morning. Um, the last one went went doing great, you know, but obviously having the podcast it's gonna be something totally different. And yeah, I'm looking forward to working with you guys and yeah, I think we've got a we've got a lot. Um a lot in store for the future futures, yeah, definitely. definitely.
2: Tell us some of the stuff that we can that we can expect on the day then because I know we've got raffle prizes. I know we've got <coughs> live singing for Jodie Pollock. We've got, obviously, uh-huh. the, the podcast is going to be hosting the full day. So mm-hmm. just tell us, tell us some of the things that, that they can expect if they're coming.
0: Well, obviously, um, the, there'll be a, a, a full breakfast. Um, so I was at the hotel today, just double checking. So we'll do like a sick up and breakfast. There'll be a tea and coffee station Last year I didn't have that and a few people wanted a wee cup of tea before they settled on the other stuff. So, we a tea coffee station um, and rolls, et cetera. So, that's basically the the, the best of breakfast. And um, then, there'll be myself, um, obviously, I'm going to be looking after a bottle bar within the event room which will make it um, a lot easier because sometimes the bars are really busy. So, anybody that's come to the event is obviously um, covered as a resident and therefore you can um, yeah in, enjoy the resident's um, bottle bar. Um, we have got Gordon Smith coming along, John McDonald, and um, Bob Malcolm. So they're all coming for their breakfast. So we'll have a nice VIP table set out for them. Let them have their breakfast and then hopefully they'll get up and tell you some tales and um, you can interview them. Yep, yep, um, definitely. We've got we will have some raffles, yeah. I've got some more for Menabella, um some signed um, Nemrabila that arrived today. Um, so we've, got, we've also got a, a kit for the um, old firm at Hamden, um, which will be going in a raffle prize as well. So that's quite a good one for Sunday. Um, and we're going to have some colouring in section for the kids as well. We're going to do a competition for the kids. <laughs> And um, for we'll get one of the next players to pick the best drawing as well, and we'll have a, a voucher for the kids for the Ranger Store.
2: Fantastic.
0: Um, um what else? What else got? Fill me in.
2: <sighs> Tell you, Susie, my head's burling wet, man. Honest oh, to God, it's burling wet. Yeah. The amount of things that's been on this week's been frightening.
0: My phone has me stopped today. Um, so we've got the bands, we've got bands. Everybody that when they come in in the morning will get a band as well. Um, and that band will make it easy for them to go in and out of the events room, etc. Also, um, if they're coming back in afternoon, then obviously they'll need that band to get back in and out them Yeah. Um, Yeah. And it's going to be like a seat. So if the winter seats are going, then that's it. You just need to around at that.
2: No, it sounds, um, it sounds fantastic, man. I'm I'm excited yeah. for Sunday. Jodie's excited for Sunday. Paul's excited for Sunday. Um, yep. That's the kind of three Uh-oh. for the podcast, I think. I think and
0: I think as well the, the, um, you know the fans will love it as well. You, know, you, can, you can get the fans involved and, in, um, team match predictions and stuff as well. I'm sure yeah. they'll love it. Um, I mean we've got a lot of supporters' clubs that, are, that have been involved in this coming along. You know, uh, people are, you know, for yearly and everywhere. we've got a lot of people coming over to Belfast. Um, and yeah, so it's definitely going to be. Uh, a good day. I'll it be smashing. Be
2: and it's the first yes, of many, yeah. Susie. So Definitely. The first
0: of many.
2: thanks. Thanks very much for coming on this evening and just giving us a wee insight yes, into problem. it. Um yep. and I will see you tomorrow, I believe.
0: Yes.
2: Smashing. Tomorrow. No problem. Exactly.
0: Okay. No bother. Cheers, bye. Susie. Thanks. Bye. Bye, bye. bye bye.
2: So you've been in the group chat, mate. Well, I've kind of been punting that wee bit. So is Dell. Should be a fantastic event.
4: Definitely. Um you're saying that time in the morning you think to yourself who's really going to come and you know, a fun breakfast but well plenty of people are the sounds it, and uh, it's going to be some cracking entertainment know that anybody needs fired up for the game but it's going to give that extra kind of boost to get you all bouncing towards all I,
2: Alright, I don't know if you're going to make it across mate but there's obviously a role there for, with your name on it mate if you're, if you're <laughs> I,
3: I'd love to make it across um, I'm heading up for the game uh, coming up Saturday so I'll try and I'll try and do my best to, to make it over and uh, catch you guys uh, before or, or after? Um, yeah, but um, it sounds like a cracking event. That's for sure. It's um, um, and, the, and the turnout like you say, score the, the take up of tickets and all that shows you that, 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 that um, the punters are, are really buying into it, which is good. And some cracking guests. John McDonald interviewed him recently for the, the Rangers Review that I worked for, and he's he's cracking value. So he he'll be good. Gordon Smith is is brilliant as well, and Bob Malcolm as well there. So. Um, they're certainly yeah. getting value for money, that's for sure, and and, and uh, Big Breakfast as well, man, it's, it's uh, it's uh, yeah, £25 we all spent, print if you if you paid it to head along to that event, that's for sure.
2: Yeah, definitely. So tickets are still on on sale for the evening event, if you want to come, I say evening, it's for like three until six, if you want to come along there, you can get a few beers after the game, et cetera, and join in the ent- entertainment, and join in the fun, then tickets are still on sale on our website, I believe the... <coughs> The other ones are sold out, sadly. Um, so there's still table tickets, I think, um, for the night as well. So it's up to you. But I would say that the evening tickets are probably the, the easiest uh, option to get in. What we'll do is we'll part the old firm chat just to know. Manic's obviously a very busy man. So we're going to get Manic involved with the Braga chat just for a wee bit. We'll have a wee preview to Braga, more finding out how, how it's been perceived over in Portugal. Um, and then we will go back to the old firm chat and we'll. We'll finish on that because, well, I was listening to some Rangers tunes on the way over and when I came in a nearly two-footed semi because I was that fired up for it. So that's that's the kind of feeling I <laughs> this evening. So, Manic, how was the draw um, received in Portugal then when it when obviously it was announced Braga and Rangers would meet again, of course?
5: Well, in Portugal, people well, they were really scared of Barcelona, of course. So the fact that they got Rangers, they said, okay, could be worse. However, it's still a top team and Rangers are favourites to, to progress to the next round.
2: See, Sami, this is the thing that bothers me, Rangers being favourites. yeah, Because Rangers won my favourite against Dortmund and we went and done the business. You know, Red yeah. Star, Belgrade, I believe there was an expectation, obviously, for us to, to go and progress in that tie. However, we knew it would be tough. The Braga thing, you're hearing a lot of people saying, Well, it's a potential semi-final against X, Y, and Z and we're not there yet.
4: I think the thing with Braga, um, and maybe Manico maybe like kinda of like confirm or deny but you just say like it was well received as been a good draw for Braga. And when we got the draw, we're like, That's a good draw for us, but it is a good draw for them as well. It's yeah. two teams that know each other yeah. fair mm-hmm. enough we better last time, but both teams know each other. They know what to expect and it's probably the best draw both teams could have gotten. That's really strange to get in a tie. As usual, you're saying like Rangers are favourites. I don't even know if I agree with that. I think it's very, very evenly matched. Yeah. It could go either way and that's really that's strange for a, for a game of this calibre. Yeah.
5: yeah, yeah. in fact, I, I agree with you. Uh, if Rangers win, it's not a surprise. If Bragg progress, is not it's not a huge surprise either because uh, slightly even but I would say 60, 60% for Rangers 40% for Braga It'll be a tough
4: game uh, well two yeah. tough games to be fair and then I, think we'll just be a, I think it will be a case of the better team will go through it'll be one of those ones I don't think it'll be a case of one team played better and, and they deserve to go through and then I think it's going to be a case of the better team will progress and mm-hmm. if it is Braga I'll probably support them to the final but hopefully I hope it's us
2: yeah <laughs> Del, from a professional point of view and you no know, Rangers supporter, tribal point of view, it is perceived as the best draw that Rangers could have got. But obviously, Manic's saying it as well it's the best uh, that, that Braga could have got. But really, for both clubs, it's an opportunity to get to a European semi finals. As I said at the start of the show, these two clubs are only supposed to make it to these stages in European competitions.
3: Yeah, you're, you're bang on. I think everyone's sort of in agreement. Um, for me, it's 50-50. It's very much like the Red Star game for me. And you're right, Scott, there was an expectation in Rangers. that I was slightly worried about that because Dortmund, nobody expected Rangers to put them out. Um, whereas they stood up uh, and, I mean, the Red Star game at Ibrox could have ended up any scoreline, but Rangers did magnificently well. They got through that tie. Braga, they're expected to get through that and a lot of supporters getting excited that a semi-final place awaits and, and quite rightly so, given that they've, uh, they've they've put out Braga two seasons ago, um, but they're no mugs. Carlos Carvajal, great coach. Um, I knew him from when he was a, the manager of Sheffield Wednesday. I think he did, he did, did, did great things there. He was at Swansea uh-huh. of course as well and um, he'll have his players motivated. They're, they're a young team, Braga, as well, so they'll, they'll, they'll come into the game with no fears and um, having popped out Monaco in, in the last round, they'll feel they'll fancy their chances as well. So um, it's just got, who, who's going to be the best team? Uh, well, I say on the day on, over the two ties. I think the fact that Rangers are away from home first might suit Rangers because we know what yeah. Ibrox is like on, like on, a, on a European night. Um, Braga don't have uh, nowhere near as many supporters as Rangers, so you can imagine them company Ibrox and. A couple of weeks' time, and if Rangers are needing to get a result, then the crowd can play their part, but i fancy Rangers over the two legs, I've got to admit. The semi-final, um, I think that, that'll take care of itself, but I think Rangers, at this moment in time, i fancy Rangers, but you've got to think to yourself if, if they think the job's done, I think Giovanni van Bronckhorst mentioned this after the Dortmund game, you can have one-off night, and that can cost you your place, you can be dumped out, so it's important that they step up to the plate in both games and don't allow themselves to any complacency to set, and that's for sure. I just think it's quite crazy at
4: the same time we're talking
3: about a potential semi-final.
4: Just, just dead casually,
2: like, I like I said, are only supposed to be in this stage. So, really, for any of the two of them, eh, Manic, it's a, it's, it's a free hit at each other. You know, to try and get to a semi-final who are the danger yeah. men that Rangers have to look out for in the in the Braga side. Yeah, tell your tactics and
5: stuff like that was the... <laughs> Listen, though, um, two uh, two years ago Braga was an experienced player. Nowadays they have they have sold many players to Porto, to Sporting and 13 of the players are under under 23. Some of them are 17, 18, 19. So no one expected Braga to do this well. Because like I said, the best plays they got sold, uh, Paulinho to sporting, is guy to sporting. Galeno in January, which is top scorer in love Europa League, he got sold to Porto. So yeah, the, the youngsters they just play just having fun at the attack.
2: It's a fearless youth, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's what uh, I was gonna cool.
4: say. That terrifies me.
2: Fearless the yeah, young yeah. players, they come they'll come with Ibrooks and it'll that'll be they'll thrive in that atmosphere as well, you know. So that's why mm-hmm. we keep saying if Rangers can keep the tie alive in Portugal and bring it back to Glasgow, then it probably would put Rangers as slight favourites coming back home to Ibrox. But
5: these, these teenagers from Braga, they never played in a stadium like Ibrox. They never played. Yeah. They never played.
2: Yeah.
4: And you're right, you could go one of two ways because you, you could go out there and it could, the future is going to get to them, but at the same time as your saying Scott, they could come out totally thrive. Mm-hmm. I agree with you're saying, Derek, um, it, it would suit Rangers to have the second leg at Ibrox because if you can just get a decent scoreline over there, you do fancy your chances more.
3: But... Mm-hmm. See, see, even saying that though, I mean, Rangers have shown away way for uh, home. Rangers, uh, I've never seen a Rangers team play less in Europe in, in my lifetime. I mean, okay. you're not you're not afraid of going away from home to the likes of Dortmund or Belgrade or Benfica. They've went to Porto. They've went to Feyenoord. They get results, and so uh, as much as you say, oh, home leg home leg would be good. Get and. In, 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 uh, get the home fans behind you, but y- yeah, you have no sort of fears with Rangers in Europe at the moment, so um I- I'd fancy them to get a result in Braga. I expect Braga to go up a, t- a, t- a tough test, there's no doubt about it, they're a decent side at home, but if they can come away with maybe a score draw or one goal behind, then you- you'd fancy them very much so uh, at home, but even away from home, I mean, they went to Braga last time and won, didn't they, Brian Kent's goal? So, um, you'd, you wouldn't be surprised if they come away with the, the victory um, on Thursday night. Well, yeah uh, how do you see Braga kind of playing in that case? Just say,
4: like, um, Bra- Braga, i say, we were 1-1, 2-1 at home and then they get to Ibrox. Do you see them try to kill the tie you off or do you think they would sit deep and try and defend the lead?
5: Well, Braga, they play a lot in counter-attack nowadays. Uh, they, they play with three defenders at the back then they have two full-backs, and then midfielders and, and strikers. The attacking players are all young. 19, 18, 21, they are all young. So they are quite irreverent. They they like magic. They are quick. And then the defenders, they are also young. So they rely a lot on the captain, Ricardo Orta. Ricardo Orta is a great player. So if Rangers can stop him, Braga won't play. And uh, I believe that... Rangers will have to be strong collective wise in order to make successful in, in, in Portugal.
2: Yeah. There's Moses saying Rangers will beat them in Portugal and the Ibrox. <laughs> I love that. I love that confidence, mate. Going yourself, Moses. That's why you founded the club, right?
3: Have have they, how they they doing in, how they doing in the league, Manic, and in the Portuguese league?
5: In the league, they are worse compared to last season. They are they are fifth now. They are fifth now. Ah, really? Yeah, they're fifty. They, it's too so much for them to play twice a week. With these youngsters, yeah. it's, it's too much. And even at the beginning of the season, they said, okay, this season we lost a lot of players, so the project will be different. Or we'll try to develop players for the future. And this is what they're doing.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Listen though, good club. Yeah. Excellent stadium. I love the stadium. I love the setting in the stadium. I love how it looks. It looks amazing on screen. I would love to visit it. S- some of my are best. Um, you, know, you know, you see these videos of the Rangers fans and some of them you just absolutely love. Uh, mm-hmm. The one in the Braga in the stadium in Braga where they're singing. Uh, I think it's the spirit of Bill Struth or whatever the song's called, actually called. Uh, sensational by the way. What an yeah. atmosphere that the Rangers fans created there. And I believe it was that not the stadium as well where they sung the players through Security at the airport as well. <laughs> <laughs> the Rangers are just standing <laughs> singing and they're like, <laughs> "For me at the table where you join. Um, incredible. And there'll be a huge following going to Portugal as always. We, we
5: were all impressed in Portugal with the Rangers fans. We were all impressed.
2: I like that, Manic, because we yeah. get a bad press. So I like that, the yeah. fact that you guys were, were impressed with us.
5: Maybe, maybe the person who writes the reviews supports Celtic. This is why they, they <laughs> write bad things about Rangers fans. Because what, what well, that's,
4: that's right? been that's been long, sort of can kind of suspect, to be honest with you. <laughs>
2: that's, that's just about most journalists in Scotland, apart from Derek's. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, Manik, thank you very much for joining us in the podcast, mate. We thought that that you could have a an, an outro. Uh, music, if you want, right? So, this is a Rangers tune for you.
1: Rangers,
2: Rangers, easy, okay, okay, That's your outro, mate. There you go. You can learn that and get to Portugal and get that sung. Yeah. Translate the Portuguese.
3: Old oh, school, yeah? yeah are, you doing, are, you, are you going to do the translating over there, Manic?
5: Yes, I will be translating for Rangers. Fantastic! I'm very happy I'll be with Van okay, I okay. cannot wait to, to see my pictures with him. And I Brilliant. hope the player they're gonna send you someone special.
4: If you can, if you can just kind of like uh, appease some
5: who who, who sort of range sent to, to the media to speak to the media? who, who do you think
3: Alan McGregor yeah. would be good? Oh, I know you had oh, him oh, last time.
5: <laughs> okay, Actually. the saga, yeah? Saga, saga, yes. yeah. yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs>
1: no,
2: man,
4: just got a quick question for you. What's Portuguese for for fuck sake, Tav?
5: For fuck's sake, what? Tav. tav? Oh, tipo, wait, wait, let me think. Caralho, caralho, Tav.
2: <laughs> there you go well, Volomish obviously... <laughs> that's a new one for the Rangers to, ask, to learn uh,
5: yeah caralho caralho
2: manik what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep in touch with you mate in social media and I'm going to send you a Battle Fever podcast football shirt so you can wear that in Portugal and take us European yeah, you'll be thank the most you very much
5: it's a wonderful, it was a wonderful moment to be here part of Rangers family we're going to win Sunday and hopefully next week as well yeah
4: yeah, definitely Probably, yeah, thank, you, thank you, you. thanks much for your time buddy
3: it
4: was, uh, it was great thanks man yeah, yeah,
2: cheers
5: portion, bye. see you mate bye. 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 bye bye what
2: a legend he is by the way isn't he absolute fucking he, legend he is he's a legend oh, gentleman. he's a legend um, an absolute cracking guy and I will send him that shot so that he can sp- keep the battle fever on in Europe you know well I suppose the club's doing that anyway just us.
4: Just might so, walking out of the local
2: pub and I said having just talks and has battle fever a oh, fucking battle fever Scott! <laughs> <laughs> Policies? <laughs> Do you know them? No, they're shite. The start of the podcast are horrendous. By the way, what is can't it? Track of the time. Shocking. <laughs> so kept me sitting fucking <laughs> on the
1: phone.
2: Geo, <laughs> <laughs> um, has very kindly made us this wee QR code, there, which is at the top of your screen. If you scan that on your phone, that should take you straight to the Battlefield Podcast link tree, which will take you to all our social media and our online store, which is running across the bottom there. If if you want to check us out, if you want to pass us over to friends and family. Passes a boot. Passes a boot. Something that would be on a casting couch. Passes a boot if you like.
4: Passes a boot like a squid boot in prison. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: That day (laughs) Um, would be be grateful. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, guys, if you're not subscribed to the podcast, then hit the subscribe button because it helps us to grow.
4: Um, In on... Paul's case, literally, because he's tiny. <laughs> Wait,
2: where, where is he the night?
4: Oh, he says a gig. He's waiting to see fucking steps or something.
2: <laughs> there you go. You Get oh. that trending Paul our policies is a way to see. Just put hashtag policies five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> Polic <Paul at> steps. <laughs> policies tragedy. By the way, that's probably a headline somewhere. <laughs> 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 policies tragedy. Right, just do that. Right, that'll do it. Um... Turning our attentions to Sunday, uh, a huge game um, in the, in the,
4: the race. Could you I just say, right, it's, it's, a, it's a massive, massive match, probably the biggest match in history, but who do you think will win? Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar? <laughs>
2: <it>? <laughs> I'm going to acknowledge my tribal chief. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I, I, a huge match at Ibrooks in Sunday. We have to win it. I would say it's must win right and I know some people saying last week must not lose I get that sentiment but if we don't lose it by meaning obviously we draw I think then we need to go to Parkhead and win uh, which is obviously a lot harder today than than beating them at Ibrooks, I would say so hopefully we can get the job done now Derek pictures today of the Buffalo um, on crutches heading out of Glasgow that doesn't look good mate does it?
3: No it doesn't um uh, we'll speak to Giovanni if I'm Broncos tomorrow obviously and get an idea of what the situation is with him um, but for me as much as it's, it's disappointing to see those pictures this afternoon I've been champion at the bit for Keemar Roof to get a shout I think he should look sharp uh, Look sharp sorry when he's come on uh, against Red Star he looked sharp against Dundee he scored twice of course in that famous game against Celtic last season I'd have no qualms about him playing up front uh, on Sunday as long as he gets the right support. Um, but you're right, it's, it will be a big miss. There's nobody that leaves a line quite like Alfredo. Um, but seeing him on crutches doesn't look good. I think he's been sort of nursing an injury for some weeks now. I think the trip to Colombia was a total waste of time. Um, didn't need to happen. And it uh, looks, if, if the pictures are to believed, that he's going to be out for uh, at least Sunday, um, perhaps Thursday night as well. But um, you've got Kemar Roof there, so it's uh, over to you, Kimar. Yeah.
2: That's Yes, that. it's Kimar Roof's opportunity.
4: And to be fair, I, I, I'm with you, Derek. I think uh, Roof's a, a brilliant player who, yeah. for whatever reason, wasn't really they didn't seem that favoured under under Gio, but he's starting to get more. He's get got someone, Gio, hasn't he? Thinks, well, I think about it. I wish he a tough something on the move, play him.
2: <laughs> But
4: it, it, when you see him, he can he can do some damage roof. He can just make a goal out of nothing. Uh, he can hit it fairly. Like, he can hit this kind of wildings for like 40 yards. Before 40 yards, maybe 40 yards. Uh, Tapins, porch. He, he, he's kind of wired, he, he can he's a goal threat. He's someday if he's your backup striker, that should not be a concern in my opinion. Uh, you did miss Aye, I'm not comparing them as players. You can't compare McGregor and Aye. But you can really, when I mean, you've got somebody like that on the bench to come on as your backup, Aye. you've got to be laughing.
2: Aye, definitely. And the thing is with Roof as well, is he, he has to take this opportunity. You know, this is his chance to stake his claim um, in the team, you know, and as uh, Morelos' replacement, even long term, depending on what happens with him, you know, things like that. So Kamar Roof, like, I've not got any qualms with Kamar Roof. I would prefer to have Alfredo through the middle and Kamar Roof maybe just slightly off him in the right. I've not got any comments with it. I'm just going to address that comment before we go any further. Loving the show tonight, guys. Even more excited that I'm sitting in the Princess Royal Maternity after having my baby bear a few weeks early. Love, Battle Fever Thursdays. Oh, Nicola, I'm absolutely buzzing for you. Well done. Fantastic. And I hope that yourself and your little cherub are doing fantastically well. And hopefully we'll see you at another one of our live shows soon because I know you were at Ibrook. So well done and congratulations to you and all the family. Well done. Um, going forward then for us Dale, what would be your what would be your formation for Sunday and what would be your your game plan in terms of how you would set up uh, the, the, obviously the players within that formation and also the instructions to the players
3: yeah there's been a lot of chat the last few days especially um, with the guys I work with at, at the Ranger Review they tempted to go three at the back and um, which I wouldn't be too adverse to, but I, I'm not too sure. I think, in terms of the, the centre back positions, I think it's either one of Balogun and Hollander. I think Balogun will get the shout based on the fact that Hollander's not had much game time. He's looked a bit sluggish. Uh, all being well, you, you'd pick Hollander every day of the week, but I just don't think he's looked quite himself after coming back for injury. I think you start Calvin Bassey at left back. I think that's uh, obvious um, to have it right back. And then Jack and Lundström are your two midfielders for me. I heard that there's, there's a boy that mentioned uh, Stephen Davis should come back in uh, on Sunday. Uh, and I know he played for Northern Ireland and he would have no qualms of playing Stephen Davis, but he's not played for a number of weeks, hasn't he? And I don't think Giovanni Van Bronckhorst quite fancies him in there. I don't think he's going to throw, th- throw him uh, in there out of the uh, out of nowhere into that, into that midfield. I think it'll be a Lundström and Jack midfield with, perhaps Aribo, Ramsey in Kent uh, in front of him and then it looks likely Kima Roof, you'd imagine, up front. Um, pretty much like what, what Mark says there, I think. Um, Ramsey's an interesting... Aribo's an interesting one for me. See, on current form, I don't think Aribo would have any qualms if he started from the bench because he's not looked the same since coming back for the African Cup of Nations. I think he's played... It's easy to say he's played too many games. He's played... on. I think he's played about 50 games for club and country to this, to, to this point of the season. And that's asking a lot for, for him. I know he's a, a young lad and all that, but mentally it's, it, it takes its toll. Uh, Rangers have got a busy month coming up. I, I'd have loved to have seen him get a rest instead of playing against Ghana twice. Um, that's not going to do him any, any good. He is a quality player, we all know that, but for me, he needs a spell in the sidelines just to recharge and get going again because he's nowhere near... What, I mean, he was the best player in Scotland by a mile before he left for the African Cup of Nations. He's come back. He just looks jaded for me. So, um, But will Giovanni van Bronckhorst drop him? I I'm not too sure. Ramsey, for me, has to start. I think the fact that uh, he was rested against uh, the Czech Republic for Wales, I know a lot of supporters are slightly concerned at that, but mine's pretty easy with Rob Page saying he was just rested for the game. I think he's a big player. He was brought in for these games, wasn't he? So... Um, I think he's got a massive uh, part to play, uh, and I think the team picks itself from from then on in. It's just whether Morelos is is fit enough to to, to start the game. But like uh, you boys say, I think Roof, uh, I'd have no qualms about him starting the game. I think he's got history against Celtic. He knows how he knows the way to go. He's I think he's the best finisher at the club. Um, yeah, so that 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 would be my team. I'm not too sure if I go that three at the back though. I don't know what you guys feel about that
2: see for me i think we start four two three one right as he's yeah. as he likes to do yeah but if lundstrom's one of those sitting that was it geo calls it the lundstrom jack axis right if the axis is in in full operation on sunday john lundstrom gives you that ability to be flexible and drop him back in you know at his center half to collect the ball i was on um I'm not going to lie, right, and say that I know a lot about Celtic because I don't. I, I genuinely don't watch them unless they're playing us, um, yeah. and that's not. It's just I, I don't really watch many teams in Scotland unless they're playing Rangers. Being brutally honest with you, um, but I was I was fortunate enough. I was invited on a, a football daft this afternoon as part of the, the Rangers side, basically to preview uh, the game on Sunday, and there was somebody for obviously the other side, and he was he was saying that Maida who will play on the left, he rings. doesn't he give the centre-halves a minute? And that's where I thought John Lundstrom, and I said it on their podcast, that's where I thought John Lundstrom might be key, because John Lundstrom could maybe drop in behind there, you know, and take the ball, and and it kind of frees up a centre-half, if you like, because if Maida's going after him, it means we should maybe have an extra man in that hole, if you like, and try and draw Callum McGregor out as well. Uh, and that that allows a wee bit of space where your Ramsey's Arribos. If he plays, obviously, Kimar Roof, no, unlikely you know that he will stay completely up front. He will drop deep. And if you can pick these pockets and play through them, then I do believe that we, you know, I, I still believe we've got a better squad. I still believe man for man, we they've undoubtedly improved, right? But we've been poor this year. We've never really got run a run of form going that you would say that's the form of champions. You know, we've got a, we've, we've been stop-start. We've been good in games and drop points. We've been poor in games and won the game. Um, it's never really been a, a decent season for us to be fair I don't think it's been a decent season in league to be honest with you um, in terms of the quality of it I think it's been poor all season um, it's exciting because there's only three points between us and them I just think if we if we can get Aaron Ramsey into the pockets of space and give him the ball with Roof's movement I think it could be key mm-hmm. I genuinely think it could be key the problem for me is it's how we start the game, how we get going. If we allow them to sit and, and dictate to us, then I find it very hard with the, with the way the crowd will be because we'll be wanting us to be up and in their faces. And rightly so, it's the way Rangers should be playing. It's the only way we can play. We're not good enough to sit back. Um, he, he showed he learned something. He learned for Parkhead by going to Dortmund and taking the game to an absolutely world class team and got his rewards. You know, we won the game.
4: You just get in a team's face, uh, especially a team that's used to be on an attack on the front foot. You do that to them, you can fight fire with fire, and you look and
2: see what's your plan B now. Mm-hmm. Aye, totally. You force them out of their plan being see if they've got one, because they might not. Totally. And from a journalistic point of view, Derek, I know you're obviously going to press her tomorrow. One of my gripes with Gio at times is he's too honest in these pressers, right? Yeah, tells you he's, think- his team. It tells you the whole lot, <laughs> uh, barring the starting lineup, right, which you can guess through what he's saying. I think it should just be keep the cards, cards close to the chest. I, I'd be turning around and saying Ramsey's returned with a knock, and he's a doubt. Morelos is a major doubt. And even if the two of them are stick ons to play, or even if the two of them are out the game, keep them guessing.
3: Yeah, Walter Smith was legendary for that, for, for throwing a curveball uh, in the mix for uh, ahead of these games, wasn't he? Uh, I. I, I <laughs> We will, of course, ask him about Morelos. Um, I think that's a big talking point. What's 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 happening with him? Um, uh, he's quite good with regards to these. If he'll tell you if we've he, if been considered in the matchday squad, he sometimes tells you if he's going to be playing or not. Uh, to be fair, I know what you're saying, Scott, but uh, um, I'd like to probably see him play car, cars close to his chest. But I think uh, look, uh, every Rangers fan knows pretty much what the team is going to be. I think there's one or two places that are up for grabs. Um, That being up front and um, I think over in in midfield, perhaps, or at the back between Hillander and Balligan. But the team pretty much picks itself. They have been good since that Celtic game. I think, like you say, the Dortmund game was exceptional. Um, And I mean, Celtic are on a, a decent run, but... Rangers have beat far better teams in Celtic this season. They should have no fears about going up against Celtic. Um, and Bodo Glimp showed that they're there to be got at. I mean, they've, they've been a disaster in Europe again, Celtic and, and it's going to be, you'd imagine it's going to be pretty much like a European game in terms of having a go at Rangers. And, and that's, it suits Rangers with regards to that. The likes of Kent is going to enjoy that space in behind and what have you. So um, it should, it should suit Rangers, although, like you said, the Parkhead game, everything went wrong in that, that first half. You need to take the game to Celtic. You need to impose yourself on them. And I think that that's what they will do. At Ibrox, you expect nothing less than that. And um, I fully expect them to go out and and and, and get the victory on, on, on Sunday. But if if they go in with the game plan, I sit back and invite Celtic onto them, then they're asking for trouble. But like you say, Scott, I think... He's learned from his lesson at Parkhead. You, you cannot do that and make Celtic look like world beaters because they're not. I mean, well, they have done well domestically. There's no doubt about it. And they've got their tails up. But Rangers, like you say, have got better players, have got a better squad. And it's up to them to show that on Sunday.
4: Well, Derek, quick question for you, actually. I'm kind of wondering about this. Um, I haven't seen my squad. I don't really watch uh, much other teams in Scotland, the games and that, but... You're more impartial, would say, from a nasty point of view, the mean scorer. Would you say Celtic's game plan for the first? You've seen this game? Twitter feed. <laughs> 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 Aye, but he's a professional <laughs> podcast. Now. Sorry, for sorry, Twitter, sorry, you know, sorry Dale. Oh, he's got his journalist on that one. <laughs> Do you think Celtic's game plan at Ibrox, the Parkhead, was really that mm. much difference? The big difference being how we played. Because I think, I think our game plan's been the same every single game they played
3: that I've seen. I anyway. Just Hans posse only knows how to play one way. He's admitted that himself in, in, in press conferences. He, he plays one way. That's Rangers know what, what what they're going to face on Sunday and how he's going to play. Um, It's, it's almost like Mark Warburton when he was in charge of Rangers with a plan A and make plan A better sort of thing. So they know what's coming at them. Giovanni Van Bronckhorst has shown he can adapt and change things, which leads me to suggest if he's learned from Parkhead, he'll change things up. i, I I would be absolutely flabbergasted if I see Celtic line up differently than than what they've done so far. They've played the same way all season. Um, I expect them to do likewise uh, on Sunday. I think they'll leave gaps at the back and and, and they'll take chances. That's how Ange Postecoglou plays. That's um, and like you say about Made and, and what have you, the big boy up front, Yakimakis. They'll try and get the ball at him and. and Uh, and fight fire with fire I think and and Rangers have got the players to pick them off that's how I'm saying it's it's like a European game they'll get joy in behind the likes of Ryan Kent domestically this season his numbers have been way off what they should be Um, but these are the games you're expecting these players to turn up and produce performances, Kent has done in the past I think you'll have a big part to play on Sunday and I think a bigger role to play would be Ryan Jack of course we've seen him coming coming on at half time at Parkhead, I think he's He's huge. Him and Lundstrom in the middle of the park, like you say, the axis. They two have to dominate the midfield. I think that's where the game's won midfield, isn't it? We always say that about old firm games, but I think if they win that battle, then Rangers can go on and, and win the game. But I expect uh, Celtic to... play. Even when they came to Ibrox at the start of the season, I mean, they had a good few chances. Um, I think Kyogo whipped the ball in early on, I think, and they had an opportunity. Um, but I expect them to have a go uh and it's up to rangers just to stand up to that and uh and, and impose their game on them i think and
4: that's the thing because you look back at that kind of first game at ibrooks and before it uh all the talk was about them how they're going to do damage how they're going to take five goals off us. um yeah it was where to we total uh, pumping basically and that's what happened at Parkhead. But they said the same thing about the game at Ibrooks, which makes me think their game plan was the exact same. They were playing the exact same way. We just played better. We, a and
3: We were. Chances. Kyoko was through one on one. I'm yeah. sure a couple of times, um, and they had they had edge edged chances, but uh, they never went in their way in that occasion. And of course, Holanda scores that ahead and then Rangers Rangers get the win. But uh, it, it was far from vintage that the Ibrooks game. But remember, it was uh, COVID ravaged as well. Remember, I mean Gerard wasn't there. Tavernier wasn't playing. They, there was no McLaughlin or McGregor. Parsons. Um, right right oh. I
2: mean, exactly.
4: And that's the kind of thing. So I think, we'll, I think we're a better team now than we were yeah. in that game. look at the mistakes we've learned from then, from the last part of key game, coming got me nuts. I think we're well, favourites on paper.
2: <laughs> Listen, a lot of people might see it that way. A lot of people see them as favourites given their, the three point advantage. I can see both. Um, I, I just don't. I don't think we've done ourselves justice since Christmas. No. What else says that the midfield is key, and it's where the game will be won. I, I agree with that. I also think the 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 flanks as well is going to be where it's where it's decided and whether it's won or lost. Because the game at Parkhead, they overloaded on us, and and listen, Barisic took a lot of criticism, and rightly so. His positioning, mm, etc., was, was way off. He was shocking. However, Ryan Kent also has to accept some of that blame because at times Barisic had two coming at him because Kent wasn't he tracking back and wasn't he working hard enough. So
4: Harfield buries that one-on-one the goalkeeper. A it's it's one each. You know it's what I mean, it's game. just, um, it's all have some buts. If we each. get
2: in at 1-0, right? See if we get in at 1-0 at Parkhead. And it's all oh. have buts and babies, obviously. Oh. But see if we get in at 1-0 at Parkhead at half time you, you probably see a different game, second half. It, well, you, you maybe see the same kind of, Pattern because Rangers were kind of slightly better, but I think it's because they took their foot off the gas, to be honest. But the, the problem with that is again, it goes back to Gio being a reactive manager. I think he could have changed it had that been advocate on the pitch, part oh, yeah. was Barisic would have been off, yeah. the formation or, or the personnel within it would have been changed, and we would have looked a different side. Gio reacts to a lot of things and then gets it right. But then it's too late. And in that Celtic game, it was too late. The, the Borussia Dortmund game at Ibrox is a classic example of that where he was proactive this time and he's seen what was coming in the second half had we been out and set up the same way. He changed it, he drop Lund- Lundstrom back in one and suddenly the wee light bulb went with that formation that we thought, wow, we can... We we can change it up here within within our personnel. We can change our formation, and we can get teams guessing. And it one is it one is the tie because Tav goes up again. We overload the flanks. Calvin Bassey plays in to, to James Tavernier, and the two fullbacks combine and score the goal that takes us through. That's for me where it could be key in Sunday because their fullbacks want to go this way, our fullbacks want to go that way. It's who can pin each other back for me.
4: But as you as well, yeah. you look at the kind of teams we have beaten this season and. That's going to count cool, for something when it comes to getting out of that game in terms of experience and confidence, and that and the know, mentality man, of it. It's very easy to take kind of base what I'm saying just now, and then play it the after the game. And Sunday, go, Oh, I thought you were going to win tonight. <laughs> it's very easy to sit here on a Thursday right. and be calm yeah. and be like, you Yeah, know it it your own team, and, ask me again on Sunday <laughs> <laughs> before the kickoff. But no, you're right. If you're going to go into an all firm game, no thinking your team can win, where are We've you, had Whether you're three points behind, <laughs> uh, Warburton's your manager, Kassion, your Murray, whatever, you always think you're going to win the game. It doesn't matter how your manager is. It doesn't matter how bad, how bad you're playing. you go going to an old-firm game, you always think to yourself, we're winning this. You need to, otherwise, yeah. totally the point. Totally. well. That, for yeah. for, that goes for them as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally. And the thing the thing is, it's at home. It's at Ibrox. You know, we've dropped too many points there this year.
4: The pressure is on us right, because we're the three points behind. But that doesn't mean they're they're gonna draw. Exactly. They want to extend that lead in barriers. So i right. the right, point- they're gonna and they're gonna leave gaps. We yeah. can't sit back. If both teams just go at each other.
3: Keep interesting. The point there I know we James has made a point, but the point there about number fifty five broke them. Uh we welcome the chase. Barishes didn't run beyond Kent. Um too much always stopped and passing side the other hand runs and runs like the Energizer Bunny. He's right, he's a different proposition, Bassey. he's He's uh That's that that's a completely different ball game having Bassi there. A, not many players get by him. B, you will run beyond Kent and try and whip balls across. Um, and not many. Uh, he's just. He's this is his been his breakthrough season, hasn't it? he he's came in at left back, even at centre back when he's been called. And I think the best performance in the Rangers shirt is when that game in Dortmund, um, when he played alongside uh, Connor Goldson, but. Um, at left back, he's been a revelation. I think he's he, he's certainly in contention for the Player of the Year this season. There's no doubt about it. And um, I think that'll be a different proposition for Celtic in this game on Sunday because they'll face somebody that is just a, a, he's just he's he's built like nothing else, isn't he? And then going forward, having that Calvin Bassey running at you, it's, uh, and he likes running forward, doesn't he, as well? So that'll be something to, for Ange Postecoglou to to think about.
4: Definitely, because he's that kind of way. If you're running towards them, it's a run towards a brick wall. If you yeah. run towards you, it's like a, a truck. You know, it's like yeah. he's absolutely he's an absolute unity, a boy. It, but the speed and pace on him is actually quite frightening for the size yeah. of
2: him. Well, Neil sums it up there. I went back and know those through folk, <laughs> punting bodies up to the club. <laughs> Yes! It's like <laughs> Calvin the Destroyer. And he's got a title match at WrestleMania. If day, you know what I mean? So he needs to watch his day. <laughs> oh, what a player that boy is, man. Um, listen, they, for me, as, as Del says, you've got Lindstrom, Jack and Ramsey who are key to it and also Tav and Calvin Bassey. If, if they five are on top form... We have a huge chance. And obviously you need your centre half. So you need everybody to perform it to fair But I think in terms of offensively, if they five are on the money, then I, I think Rangers will I think we'll win the game. You know, if we can grab control of that midfield and stop their threat down the flanks, then I do think that we're I just we're I,
4: there. I just can't see them playing that with that same kind of intensity and get away with it with the fans behind them as well. And this is a bit of a wrestling analogy. I know they won 3-0 last time, right? But you take away the atmosphere. Did they play as well? is people think they did, or did the crowd make it sound better? Is it like Hogan than The Rock, that WrestleMania? Mate, they play. You watch it for the sound, <laughs> of doing, me by watch me. Of doing, it's not a good match.
2: <laughs> you played, you, they played for 45 minutes, which is a theme of Celtic all season. Right. And the goal is The go, to goals. the game's, the game's, the game's game. done, but
3: then uh, people say, yeah, Oh, no, nil is second that. The game's done. If it was another, right. she was on another foot, it doesn't, even, no, that's, that's the thing. No you say, think. It, 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 it,
4: right. There's no excuse to say at point. They it were it better,
2: deserved
4: it. They were better. Whether they played Brown or we played terrible or a for true, that's the thing. Um, they got the few goals before half time, and the game was done. We were never going yeah. back into it. We were shell shocked. We had no idea what today. I just don't see that being the same in Sunday.
2: Passy coming at the tunnel in a beer truck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, I would do this on Sunday. I would set all the calendars with an eyebrow to first night. <laughs> Quartet mm-hmm. on the clock, give them 15 minutes to prepare, and then right, go, go out and do it. Go. Aye, I just feel like, uh, see, I have a nice being Portuguese, by the way. Hop them. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had, I think it was only for Home Nations asking about the studio as the new studio of G4 Claims uh, HQ we're in this evening we thank G4 Claims for their love and support that they show the podcast because they really are, they've got a smashing set up in here it was just us that were delayed to get over um, and actually I wonder Sammy see if I change that camera think you could pan that one round and we'll show people what the studio's like I could yes Oh, look at, where do you see this, by the way? Where you see this? This, is, this? is Minter, right? Where you see this? Obviously, this is the best view you're getting in now, but I mean, just look at this. Tell your story. Ah, fantastic. That's, by the way, see if you're having a wee drink in now. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> and then we go in there and we've got all the, the wee, you know, the facility, the wee coffee-making facility, a wee fridge, look at that. We've got a wee, we've got, um, what are they called again? I can't. <laughs> the optics we've got optics up there we've got G4 Claims um, chocolates so I mean there's a fair bit of booze by the way in that, in that optic so there you go so that is G4 Claims new podcast studio um, and it looks it looks minted it actually looks minted um, they've done really really well in here this is studio too it's upstairs um, Greg and Nicole and the team have done fantastically well I just zoomed back for me because we are right close. Isn't that? It looks quite good They were right close, mate. Look at, oh, I like that. Aye, that's good. Aye, I like that. Go on yourself, Sammy. That's, that's smashing. I'll change it back in a bit. That's smashing. <laughs> so heading into, heading into Sunday then, they uh, give us a prediction. Yep. Give us a prediction for you. Who, who's who's going to be the man that steps up and takes his one step closer to 56?
3: 2-1 Rangers, I think. Ryan Kent is going to step up and deliver. Um, he's Again? a man for me. I think he's going to unlock uh, the defense, and uh, he loves he, lo- he loves these games, doesn't he, Ryan Kit? And like I said earlier on, he's, his numbers domestically have been way below what he expects of himself. Rangers need far more from him. I think that's one of the reasons why they've struggled so much this season. Uh, not just him, but a number of players that are way below what, what the numbers that they they hit last season. Um, but I think he's key on Sunday. I think he's gonna be the man to, um to do the business.
2: Definitely. Definitely. I think Ryan Kent's gonna be key to it. Um his creativity, he's, creative, he's, he's yep. you know, getting getting chat obviously creating chances for us and he's got an eye for goal as well. I definitely think Ryan Kent will be up there. Simi, what about yourself, mate? Who's who's gonna be the man and what's the score gonna be? I think it's gonna be two now. Um I'm, I'm going to go with Jane this way. I can see Lundstrom doing the business.
1: Oh, I love to see that.
2: I couple, ah, couple hero then, into it? You never I mean, Clint Hull, doesn't he, by a pint in Glasgow? And look at the era he played in. Play Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So,
3: he's been a revelation, by the way, John Lundstrom. Uh, everybody thought he was on his on his bike in January, didn't they? And he came in out of the cold against Hearts and he's not looked back ever since. Um, he's been a colossus.
2: Yeah, Excellent. Absolutely excellent. Um, what's that a score? Did you get us a score? I'll go 2-0. 2, now. two oh, Clean sheet. Big shaggers of a clean sheet. I think going to be a
4: few First time else. in a long time. I think there's going to be a few scares, especially at LAO, and I think it's going to be quite similar to the Red Star game, where McGregor's kind of like just looking a bit too ropey. So we're going to look the right time to wake up boys, but I think as the game goes on, uh, we'll settle. I mean, I mean quite quickly. Quite quickly.
2: I hope the players settle. To be honest with you, I know, t- I, hope, I, <laughs> I know I won't settle. I know, I know I won't settle. But I'm hoping that the players settle because there's no I mean, Fridge just texted me; he's going four-one to the Champions, man. Jesus, <laughs> <hands> <laughs> can you imagine? That. Can you imagine that? Delph out there and just smashed them. Can You imagine that? But they've got the ability to do that. They can do that. I mean,
3: um, they should have no fears against against Celtic. I know they're in a great run, like we've said before, but. Rangers have got some quality players there, um, and and they're capable of causing causing some serious damage. Like if you can go over and beat Dortmund four two over there, you can beat Celtic convincingly.
2: If it is car, this is I think this is this is obviously I kind of see it Does that say car? It does, doesn't it? This is Carr who does the Rangers women's football show and she would love a 1-0 dodgy penalty but my head says 2-1 Kent and Roof I think Lindstrom, Jack and Bassey will be key so 1-0 dodgy penalty what I'm going to say is Willie I call them? I'll need new windies come Tuesday morning Monday and Tuesday morning so if you are a windy fitter I would try and get in touch with Willie I call them if that happens because you might be in business to be fair because that's usually their style um, for myself earlier on the day on Football Daft I said 3-1 to Rangers I did say that I thought John Lundstrom would be would be one of the key the key players for us. In fact, the the Celtic team on that uh podcast actually were Lundstrom was the one they were fearing, to be fair. Um and I think it's just his energy and his legs and his his passing ability, he can have a strike. Um I just hope the big man settles into the game because it will be a hellier. I know he got on at the last one at Ibrooks, but it was to see at time really. This one yeah. he's potential to be the key figure in it in the middle of the park for us along with Ryan Jack and I really think that if he if he is a good game he's got the potential to run the show in there um and that's that's massive you know for us on yeah, Sunday so I'm really really hoping that Rangers can get the business done I'm I just we just need three points it doesn't matter the score it doesn't matter the performance as long as Rangers get three points we get back on level terms with them and then we start to say, right, the season starts now, essentially, as it's finishing and we have, you know, what would it be then? Six games to to win the title. One of them being at Parkhead and again, you're going there taking, you win it, you have take full advantage, you know what I mean? In the championship, so... I mean, for a lot of people,
4: huge. for a lot of people, uh, this is the first time they've really been in a title race. I don't mean players, I
3: mean fans. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, first time in 11 years it's it's been an actual title race.
4: I uh, you know you kind of forget kinda of lot of our fans like uh, quite young. I don't mean like yeah. 10, but I mean like our no. twenties and stuff like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh like we Andy that watches the that watches the pod, um, I think he's like he's uh, late teens, early twenties, and he grew up watching <laughs> watching his fight for the leagues, the battle years, you know what I mean? So like, him last year he's watching fifty five and stuff for that. It's like he's he's no use to that kind of thing and a lot of our fans, and even a lot of fans
2: may have maybe forgot what it's like to be in a title race. Yeah. Like, right in the league in February and that, stuff like that, and you're like, well... Mate, we've been we've been very guilty of that, our fan base this year. Every, every drop point has been the league's over. In fact, we were seeing it in the Dundee game, and the game wasn't even finished. That's it, that league over. Aye, okay, if we get beaten Sunday, it's tough. I remember a season where we were five points behind with four games to go and the helicopter changed direction. And I'll never forget a yeah.
4: headphone. The be, be police won't admit it. O'Neill won't, concede, no, O'Neill won't admit it McLeish won't concede it but this is the day Celtic
2: won the league uh-huh. and they would banners at Ibrox Dead and it. Yeah, and they stay in you know what <laughs> I mean with the, with the permit, uh, when they were getting it all the, the, the day the league was won at Ibrox and listen everybody might have agreed with him at that point but see as long as it's no thought like that in our changing room Sunday is massive we do have to win it right I would go along with that because the momentum is definitely where they the now and if they win that then it's certainly with them um, so we do have to win it, but the exactly. helicopter changed
4: exactly. It's like, yeah, you know, it, 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 the league's no over till the league is over, in my opinion. But if we go six points behind, do you see them dropping the points? That's the problem, guys. Like, you know, yeah. and I'm not like I said, ask me again on Sunday, I'm not going to be as calm and relaxed and level heated as I'm just now. But I've got a day
2: show on Sunday.
4: Good luck, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> sounded was shite, then and all because mm-hmm. but then you just look, I mean, such as.
3: I was talking about April before. You just look ahead to Thursday, Thursday night, which is huge again. Um yeah. you know what I mean? That's, that, that's the thing about April. It's such a monumental month coming up. It's so many <laughs> big, big games. And you'd put your hand off for this.
2: Oh, uh-huh. mate, see you get that win on Sunday and then take it into the Braga game and get yeah, the bounce for yeah, that. Yeah. And, oh,
4: man, that's what we're saying. That that's a big week for Rangers, it's a big month, mate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> huge month, huge <laughs> yeah. month. A month that which could really define a legendary season, really. When I mean, you think about it, you know, if you make the semi final and then the final in a European tournament, could be the greatest can... season of all
3: time. Oh, it could be, Isn't that mean,
2: mate, incredible lines. Incredible.
4: See, see if, this, if, this, uh, month oh, goes, if this month goes away, we hope it does. I'm calling my first daughter April.
2: <laughs> feels like <laughs> we need a wee bit of background music when we're talking about that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that doesn't get the, the blood pumping. I don't know what will. So feels like we need a bit of background music for that. Um, we're near enough there this evening. I think all that's left to say, in fact, Sammy, you're all right. It's you're a Rangers, you're a, you're a Rangers man and a wrestling man. Yeah. How would you, how would you do a, a promo style, team talk on Sunday? Oh,
4: I would go all school. Jake and Stink Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> I would date the, the Rangers team. I would date at the press conference to get in the heads, of the Celtic players and Celtic manager, rather than shooting the ball and we're going to go out there we're bash you, Blake. Oh, and
1: see this Sunday,
4: you're playing us, you think you're going to come at us, you're going to put us out right of the back. Oh, because we like snakes, we're going to sneak in behind you, we're going to exploit those weaknesses, we're going to strike, but you must expect it. <laughs> That's how you go at it man. Old Jacob Steve robot style, all wrote the paper, just go nuts.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's very simple for me, hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last. But but bad bad guys guys do. do. (laughs) And I just hope that we can do it on Sunday. If you're going to the game, if you're coming to your event, have an absolute smashery of time. Um, I hope we're all partying after it. Really, our events depend on this, Rangers. <laughs> 'Cause I don't um, imagine much of the speed to go back to if we don't win. So please, yeah, Rangers. The, <laughs> on the plus side, uh, you just have a laugh in your know? <laughs> ah, you can come and laugh and get a baby, and at least we're all together, you know. So um thank you very much to everybody for joining us this evening. I think Amanda sums up, I don't care about the score, just fucking win. I'm nervous as fuck. <laughs> yes, and that's only going to get worse, Amanda, in the lead up to Sunday. So thanks very much to everybody for joining us um, in the chat. Hey, did. Um send me to produce Geo pre-matches from now on. <laughs> There'd be snakes never running about the stadium, man. <laughs> so it's now ne- see. Stone cold gowns, stomach a mud hole in Celtics' ass. Won it all, gosh. And that's the bottom line. Because Chio said so. I like it.
4: <laughs> Absolutely good. Lights, lights go out. Come back home.
2: Morello, centre circle. Penalty. Doof. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, don't count it out. He's a shit house. Don't count. Don't, don't rule that out. Don't rule that out, the, the lights going down at Ibrox on Saturday, but, the Undertaker's bell tolling, and the wee man's done a centre circle with a hat and all that on, in the eyes. Morellos I mean? is all school, he'll be in his house, kid, not his wife is injured. <laughs> he's, he's getting kayfabe <laughs> to the mats here, I mean? I know, she's a way to get a fucking box of balloons from the block. <laughs> <laughs> My thanks to Del for joining us, mate, enjoy Sunday, hopefully we can meet up with you, mate.
3: Yeah, likewise. Hope the show goes well, uh, lads, and uh, uh, fingers crossed for three points. Huh?
2: Yes, hundred percent, mate. Sammy, thank you very much, mate. <laughs> You're the best. So thanks very much mate, for joining <laughs> us, Paul. See, should be fucking ashamed of yourself, away singing step songs instead of being here with us. But that's up to you. I hope you use Twitter for it. Hashtag, keep the battle fever
1: on. I'm on the fucking rage when I was a young boy my father said to me put this scarf around your neck and sing the blues with me and now I am much older there's a place I want to be it's red said it's beautiful it's deep in history and I know what i am find when the place comes to life I got that battle fever coming over me And I got